Welcome to Limitless Health. Today, we had the pleasure of speaking with Robin Eichenholz, a mom of two who, after struggling with 56 allergies and size problems in the past, found natural health and has been on a transformative healing journey for both herself and her family. Coming from a background of having a Bachelor of Science from the University of Florida in advertising and an MBA from Rollins College, she has since expanded into the natural health world. She's certified in quantum nutrition testing, level one and two, and also certified in the emotion code. I am very excited to share this conversation that we had with Robin. Please enjoy. We believe in growth and continuous learning. We believe in educating and sharing knowledge. We believe the body is miraculous and is able to heal with the proper nutrition and support. And we believe the right mindset is key to your success. I'm Amanda Golightly. And I'm Kate McDowell. And this is Limitless Health. Live well naturally. All righty, welcome to the show today. Today we're speaking with Robin. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. It's really great to have you on our show. And we just kind of want to dive into your own journey in health and your story and just get into where you've been, where you're going, how you got there. Yeah. What messages we have to share for people. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Kate and Amanda. Um, well, for me, it's been quite a journey and it didn't start immediately necessarily. I come from a very traditional uh, medical background always trusting the medical system. My dad's a pharmacist. So I always follow the rules on mm-hmm. the medication box. Mm-hmm. I have, I have so many stories about that. Like I never mix things. I was a very good role follower. And then I started thinking about, I think when I first started my family is the first change I made. And I just started reading articles. And the very first change I made was our peanut butter. And I had my son, he was three and my daughter was one. And I decided to, that I could only buy it if I could pronounce the ingredients. And I don't know why this is seriously my very first change. And I was like, okay, I have to be able to pronounce the ingredients. So that's when I switched our peanut butter to natural peanut butter. It wasn't even organic back then. And then um, the second change I made was microwave popcorn. And I was like, okay, I don't want to have those chemicals. I had read an article. So it wasn't even this huge epiphany. It has really been just like, I master one thing and then I move on to the next thing. Like what can I do? Yeah, I feel like- Layered approach, building habits. Yeah, exactly. To me, I'm not like the, I'm going to dive into the water and do everything. I'm more like dip my toe in, let's master it. And I really never go back. So that way it really works for me. So I just keep adding on now, you know, through this process of healing, I have found things, you know, I try it, maybe it doesn't work. So then maybe, you know, I find something else that works better, but I've never really given up any change that I've made. Amazing. You mentioned the healing process. Were there health challenges? I know this started when you started your family but were there health challenges you personally had been dealing with before you made these changes? Yeah. And I had no idea. So, you know, I have polycystic ovary disease. So I, I struggled with that all my life in the sense of like having irregular periods, mm-hmm. even getting pregnant was a challenge. And I was put on birth control in my early twenties to help regulate the, my periods just so I would know when they were. Um, 
But again, like I had no idea. I would have, I had three weeks of head eczema off. Wow. Three weeks. That's awful. I know. And I just was like, all right. I just totally accepted it. I just, I had no idea that. And then my allergies were so bad. I had 56 allergies. I had allergy shots. I had multiple sinus infections a year plus strep. Jeez. It was cuckoo crazy. And, um, so aside from the food, like, so basically to your question, Kate, like I just always accepted these issues Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I guess, you know, I'm going to carry a tissue box around and what can I do for my allergies? Oh, maybe I'll get allergy shots. But I didn't really understand the whole thing about like addressing the root cause. And even when I started natural health, I still didn't quite understand it until the middle, like until I started Mm -hmm. doing it. So, you know, I started changing my food when I started my family and then I started um, changing like the toxins in my house again, just because it kind of made sense. Like I started using vinegar. It was before I found Young Living and Thieves and my house smelled like a salad, but it just made sense to me. And then um, the really what started my whole natural health journey was my son um, when he was nine. He has autism. And um, when he was nine, he was trying to bite me and the doctors wanted to put him on medication and we couldn't do that. We couldn't, we were scared. We were scared that he would change his personality. We were scared of the side effects. We didn't know if it would work. Nobody could tell me it definitively would work. And I was like, but there's all these side effects and he can't tell me. He can't tell me. And as a parent, one of people's fears, like this is a big fear when you have a kid and they can't express themselves. Um, you just worry all the time. Mm-hmm. You, you totally worry. And so at that moment, that's when I looked to some natural means and I took some essential oil classes and found this one oil called vetiver and the vetiver, um, I put it on his big toe. Um, so he was chasing me around my kitchen. I put the vetiver on his big toe, which is the VitaFlex point to your brain. Mm-hmm. And like within two minutes, his whole body changed. Wow. And that was the moment I just, um, Every time I tell that story, I'm just very, I get shivers and stuff because it really was the moment that changed our lives to like, that opened up all the natural health, but I still did it in my way, Amanda. Like I still like, okay, one oil at a time. I just started replacing (laughs) things, you know, the antibiotic cream or you have a scratch. Let me put some lavender on it. Like I didn't, I didn't go crazy. I just did one thing at a time. And it started working for me. And then as I was using the oils, I met other people who were in the natural world. And that really opened my mind to all the natural things that we do today. That's amazing. I want to just take you back a little bit to the health uh, challenges you were explaining. For anyone out there who is probably experiencing the same things, how how is going through that affecting your life, your daily life? Was it stopping you from living each day like as far as you said you got used to having those symptoms like was it taking you away from doing things how how are you experiencing that yeah i mean as a mom you have to power through all these things 
And especially, you know, I had two kids and a kid, even before I had the kids though, when I had the headaches, I mostly powered through. And some days I would have a really bad headache where I'd have to like go in my room with the ice in the dark room where I felt nauseous. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, you don't live correctly. You don't live, you're not thriving for sure. You're just surviving. And that's a horrible thing. That's a horrible way to live. But I didn't even think about how to fix it. Like I went to the doctors and they were like, here, you can try another pill. Or, and I didn't, I was like, oh, maybe I can fix my, fix my um, allergies with these shots. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, not, none of that got fixed. And it was a really slow aha for me. You know, so I'm going, I'm going to get, I remember this day very specifically. I was going to my allergy shots every week and I had started using the essential oils and I was sharing it with people because they were so amazing. And I'm thinking one day I'm there and I'm thinking I can like work on myself. I don't really need to come here anymore. (laughs) And I just stopped going. And, you know, there were a lot of things that played into that. I had a full time, I was working and it was hard to go to the allergy doctor to get the shots. So there were other kind of like, a, kind of a big moment for you though, to have that realization that you, yeah, it, I just feel really yourself. Basically. I really remember that. Like I'm helping all these people. This is where what I, like I was standing in the office thinking I'm helping all these people and I'm talking about oils and supplements. And I actually have the power to do this for myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, Very just, cool. I, I really stopped going. I just stopped going. I didn't finish like the course. I just was like, I can do this. And now this fast Fantastic. forward. Thank you. I actually am so proud of this because I really had a lot of allergies, 56. And I have no issues. I mean, sometimes I need to take peppermint. And my body is a little sensitive to the atmosphere, like when we have the hurricane, mm-hmm. um, the barometric pre- pressure. But otherwise, I'm good. And I'm so proud of that. You That's- should be. That's huge. Taking control of your own health, taking accountability for your own health. Just in that, yeah. that one moment of awareness. That's huge. Yeah. I have another funny story about my hormones though, because this is just so super cool. And it might be TMI for some listeners. I'm not sure. (laughs) But, um, you know, once I was, once I was exposed to some of these natural methods, I was able, you know, I was curious about a couple of things and I still, and I don't understand why I never did this. Like I never Googled or went onto YouTube, like natural means to support polycystic ovary disease. It never occurred to me to do this. And so um, I was like, oh, hey, let me go try a foot detox. What does that do? That sounds interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And there was a place locally. So I went there and I hadn't had my period for four or five months. Wow. And I went to the foot detox place and I got my period the next day. And I was like, huh, that's interesting, but whatever. And then <laughs> a few months go by, another, like, let's say another four or five months. And I go back and I got my period that night. And I was like, this is another aha moment. Like you were saying, Amanda, that I was like, that's not a coincidence to have that happen both times. Exactly. I was like, why would that happen? That is so weird. And that is what led me to um, 
research dot like what affects polycystic ovary disease. And I realized that my diet could affect that. And so that's what started me going gluten-free. And the first year, this is literally in my late forties though. So that is super funny because I'm 52 and I'm super regular weird. I know. <laughs> but so my late forties, um, I went gluten-free and I wasn't even soup. Like, I mean, I still ate out. I just didn't eat anything. I just didn't eat anything on purpose. That was glutenous, like no breads. And I didn't replace gluten-free packaged food. That's mm -hmm. something a lot of people do. I didn't do that. I just ate fresh food. But, um, so the first, so after like three months of being gluten-free, my, my period regulated, I was like, Amazing. what? And then after about a year, it started like going a little wonky again, just a little bit. And then that's when I started supplementing for um, my hormones. And I started using some supplements and some essential oils to support it. And I'm, like I said, I'm 52 and I'm totally regular. And it's interesting too, because you said weird, right? It's not weird. It's not. We're conditioned to believe it is weird. If you're not regular, that's the problem. But we're so like you yeah. look around you and all the women around you have a regular period. So it's like, oh, this must be normal. No, it's common. It's not the same thing. Right? Well, right. And, you know, I guess I, because I'm 52, I think most people my age are, they're really obsessed with like perimenopause and going into menopause. <clears throat> and that's what I was thinking was weird. Just like most people in their fifth, early fifties are having lots of issues. They're not regular. <clears throat> they have night sweats and the other symptoms. Um, but I do spend a lot of time supporting my hormones. I, I really take a lot of time for my health. In fact, I spend my, the most money in my budget on health and wellness and the food that we eat. That's huge. That's a huge shift. I've heard another practitioner talk about that, that their whole family shifted from having all the nice things, the gadgets, the big house, and they prioritized health. So that was what food are you putting in your body, the supplementation, all those kind of things. What are the other alternatives, uh, healthcare options you can go towards? And just having that mindset is massive. Yeah, it's a big mindset mindset change from like, well, my copay needs to be $10. And, you know, everything I do does, is not covered by a copay. Mm -hmm. And it is pretty expensive, but you look at it this way, like what is the value of that practitioner? And there's no insurance agency paying them to augment that price. And so yeah. not being covered by a copay really doesn't bother me at all. Um, yes, I don't have like infinite amount of money, but I don't really go on extravagant vacations or do those things. I really prioritize our health. Like I'm going to buy organic food. Mm -hmm. at all costs. And it's not even a hundred percent guaranteed that it's great. Like it's just better. You yeah. know, I started a garden. I'm trying, I'm trying my best to make sure that we eat as healthy as possible. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I have a couple funny stories too, about the kids for parents out there. And like I said, this is a journey, like I'm really all the way natural now. And I don't really do anything traditional if I can help it. But as I was going through this, um, in the beginning, the kids, I made a rule with the kids and I said that they had to eat five fruits or vegetables before they could eat sugar. 
And I love this rule. It was amazing because the kids, A, they learned about what a fruit and vegetable was. And they would scavenge, especially my daughter, she would scavenge the refrigerator looking for fruits and vegetables. Um, she'd be like, is this a vegetable? Is this a vegetable? And I never let her pick, I never let her count pickles or olives as a vegetable. And, That's really cool. Uh, you made it into a game as well. It was so awesome because also the fruits and vegetables fill you up and then there's less room for the sugar. I didn't like say you can't have sugar. I just said you have to eat healthy food before you can eat the sugar. And I'm so proud of that. And when they got a little older, I made it 10 fruits and vegetables. So she had to have 10 fruits and vegetables before she could have sugar. And that really worked until middle school. And I'm pretty proud of that parenting. That's a, that's a parenting hack for people. <laughs> well, that's a big chunk of growing up and where you could be, as you said, that's the first thing you'd go for. I know as a kid growing up, I, there was so many options where I, there was lots of sugar growing up. So just to kind of have that delayed a little bit. So the, maybe your body's not craving that as much. You're kind of getting rid of that potential addiction and dependency on that from an early start is great. Yeah. I mean, to this day, and you know, my daughter, it's hard with the teens to keep them completely healthy because you know they're in school and they want to be cool with their kid their friends but I know my daughter eats healthier than most and she'll still eat cucumber with other things she'll have like a side of cucumber and avocado with some other things so yeah she's eating some sugar I wouldn't like and probably some dyes but at the end of the day I'm pretty proud of like her knowledge of what is healthy and she can make her own choices you know I think that's a big part of it too you're teaching them what's good for their body and just having that awareness, they can take that on themselves to make different choices. Yeah. It's really cool. I think it's really interesting too, what you said. So I'm going to take you back a little bit again, just in the, in the fact of like, yes, you do things for your family, which as a mother, that's something that's understandable. A lot of the times mothers that we talk to want to put their family first and their kids first. And I like how you said that you prioritize your health as well. And yeah. like, how did you make that a priority for you? Or what was the impact for you of making that a priority? Yeah, I mean, so you know that whole, that analogy about put your oxygen mask on first. So, I mean, early on when the kids were born and it was so hard with the two kids and everything going on with autism and just everything, um, at some point, I just realized that I needed to take care of myself. And I, the very, the very first thing I did for myself that way was working out. And when my daughter, when my youngest was four, I found a trainer that I liked um, at like a community center that I would go to because I like group exercise. And I just made a commitment that like two to three days a week, my whole schedule was going to revolve around movement. And I did that even when I went back to work in a corporate office, I didn't tell people my schedule. I did it literally around my workout schedule because I just felt like that was like the most important thing. I needed to get oxygen flowing. It helped my mood. Who doesn't feel better after they work out? Like to me, the hardest part is getting there. Like yep. if you can get yes. your put your tush to the place, <laughs> you're good to go. Right. Afterwards, you like feel amazing. Like you're just. I don't know. I just love how I feel after it, you know, so that was my first step for me. And then 
you know, I'm kind of slow. Like I was saying, I'm not, you know, I read about things. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And I ponder it and I think about it. And um, even the muscle testing, I started that for me first and the gluten-free, I started that for me first too. So I went gluten-free for free first, and then I put, made the kids gluten-free. I did it for like three to four months before I made them do it. Um, same with the muscle testing. I started, I knew I wanted to make a change and mm -hmm. I had been doing everything myself, like figuring out what I needed. I was guessing and I wanted to do something else for my son too. And I just didn't, I wasn't sure what to do. Like if I wanted to go to a functional doctor or if I wanted to do more energy things. And it was by chance that I found Dr. Palmer. It was during the COVID shutdown. Anyway, long story short, I don't know if that's an interesting story, but I found her and I started the muscle testing for me first. Mm -hmm. And so did um, we. you did. Okay. Yeah. And, um, I just, then I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So then I got my mom to do it and my kids to do it. <laughs> um, but I think Kate, like, I think that parents a lot of times do just do everything for their kids. They're running around like chickens with their heads cut off, which I am too, but they're not prioritizing themselves. They feel terrible. They're mm -hmm. like how I was feeling where I had to be in my room with my headache, with the ice. But when you have two kids like that, some you can't be in a room all day. You don't have time. You know, so you have to figure out how to prioritize your health. And so I did I did that. So once you prioritize your health and you were able, able to get yourself to a healthier place, how was your interaction? How how did you feel yourself? And then how was that different with your your family? Yeah. I mean, I feel good about all the work that we've done together. I feel good about myself because we still are on this healing journey. Like I still, Always. I still need to heal. I still have plenty of healing to do for myself and for the kids. And so um, I think that I'm just happier because I know that I am prioritizing myself and I still, this is not like, look, if in an ideal world, I would get the right amount of sleep and I would not be stressed. If you look like a, you know, my life and the things I need to work on, it's, I still prioritize my kids and I do so much for them. And I'm not saying when I prioritize myself, I'm not doing all these amazing things for them because I am, and I still give up. You know, if my teenager wants to talk to me at 1am, I'm talking to her most of the time because they don't always want to talk during the day. Yeah. And she comes in and I'm working and she, you know, and she's like, Hey, I want to talk. Okay. Then I put, you know, then I get one hour less sleep. So I'm not saying that I don't do that, but in general, it's just important. And then the aggregate aggregate effect of that is that your kids see that. Like my son will be like, are you working out today? Are you going to baths? Are you doing this? Like he knows that I'm doing that. And I think it's super important. And then I think this is super amazing. My daughter, like when we go to parties or gatherings and she sees me not eating sugar, she sees like all these really fun foods that I'm not eating, even though she may be eating them, she sees me not eating them. You're modeling for them. And she sees that exactly. She sees yeah. that I'm not doing that. Like, she's like, why didn't you eat that? And I'm like, it's not worth it to me. Like, I don't want to suppress my immune system. 
you know, a lot of times with the sugar, the reason I don't eat it is because I don't have time to be down for the count. Like I need to be, I'm building a business and I have my kids and I have my mom. There's a lot on my plate and I don't want to be sick. So no, I'm not going to eat the sugar. It's like that other extra step in the filter, like making that decision is like, is it worth it? How am I going to feel? What do I need to do? Is it going to yeah, stop me from doing the things that I can, I want to do to help people, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And a great win I had was my son's birthday this year. Um, he, he wanted a party. And so I felt like I couldn't have a party and not serve cupcakes, but for him and I, we, we ate little peanut butter keto balls. He wanted them. He said, I said, what do you want? And he said, I want the peanut butter keto balls. And so he and I ate the keto balls and the other people had just like mini cupcakes. I didn't buy a cake. They were like teeny miniature cupcakes. (laughs) Um, but that was it. And so he gets it. Like he was like, I want a keto ball. That's what he went for his birthday. That's what he ate. I'm so proud of that. That's awesome. So is there a message that you think would be helpful for other parents to know about health, about family health, about taking care of your own health? What would you like to say? Yeah, I think like the most, the biggest shift in thinking is what is the root cause of my symptom? Like if you have, like for the kids, when the kids had the rash and I took them to the doctor and the doctor just wanted to put some cream on them. And I said, well, what's the cause of the rash? And he's like, just put the cream on it. Everybody has it. I'm like, but why? It's kind of strange that both of my kids have a rash from their arm, their elbow, their shoulder. That's kind of weird. And he's like, eh, don't worry about it. And guess what? When I took them off of gluten, my daughter's rash went away like 90% and my son's like 60%. And so my biggest message is ask questions at like, if you're at a doctor's office and somebody says something, ask why, why is this happening? And if you feel like the answer isn't good, then maybe go research it. And, um, a lot of times I find that when, you know, if you Google something that's alternative, you're going to find a lot of negative comments about it. So you need to find like the natural resources and alternative establishments to find information because, um, the traditional system is in Google. (laughs) So, you know, a lot of times if you Google it, it's like, this does not work. This, well, I'm here to say it does work. A lot of things I do, if you Google them, it would say, eh, not true, but it is true. It does work. A nice thing about the natural stuff too, is there's no side effects, right? Right. And you don't have to start guessing. Mm -hmm. And um, I was watching this video about something I can't remember this week. And it was saying like, um, you have this issue. Oh yes. It was your podcast about the birthing. You know, you have this issue and then you take, you intervene for it, for it. Then you need another intervention for that intervention. And then Mm -hmm. you have another intervention for that intervention. Domino effect. It just creates like this down, you know, downward spiral sometimes. I know my mom, like she started reading the um, side effects of some of her medications, Mm -hmm. realizing that what it's doing to her body, you know? And so I think that's a big aha 
just looking, just re starting to read some of these things. You're like, oh my goodness. Huge awareness shift when you really start looking at things. It's hard too. I mean, I, I really recommend that people don't do too much at once because it hurts. If you're not, if you're not already exposed to some of these truths about all these things that are out there that are hurting us, it kind of is a shock and really challenging. And so, you know, I really feel like baby steps, steps are the best thing. Like look at your health and, and pick something that's easy. Is it the food? Food might not be the easiest thing for you to change. Maybe it's your water. Maybe it's getting more movement. Maybe it's take, uh, changing your cleaning materials. There's so many options that affect us. Don't pick the hardest thing first. I mean, if you go see Amanda and Kate to, you know, get muscle tested and you know, it's a problem, that's one thing. But if you're not seeing a practitioner, then just pick something that you think is easy and master it. And then move to the second thing. That is a fabulous advice. And I, I think too, because when people often journey into doing something different, they can sometimes dive all in and then all of a sudden it's this overwhelm takes over and then you just kind of default to how you were before because it's just too much. So I, I love that you said that that approach to it. Just take something simple, whatever resonates for you, whatever you know grabs your attention and just start from there and build. Yeah, I just I love that. I love that approach. The, the couple of times some of the, my changes did hurt, like throwing away all my Tupperware that that hurt me because I was really into it because I was changing the BPA and then uh, moving to glass that really hurt me. And also um, when I went 100 percent organic at home. And I had to part with some things that, you know, I grew up with. And so that's hard. There's some foods that are comforting for all of us. Right. And totally. it's hard to emulate it um, in the organic world, because just because it says organic doesn't mean that it's healthy for you. You still have to read the ingredients. You still have to make sure it meets your requirements. Like I took corn syrup out of our diet um, so long ago, but there's there's things that you think are healthy that are not healthy and you have to read them. So true. So true. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for sharing all this. You've shared some, a bunch of nuggets that I think will be really helpful for people, especially people that are just starting this health journey or just looking to start a health journey because it can be overwhelming. I am an all or nothing person. So <laughs> you are. when I, you know, through my journey and MS and whatever, I like gutted my diet overnight. But for a lot of people that can be really hard. So I love that you've shared some like simple ways to get started. Um, if people want to get in contact with you, I'm sure that many will because there's been so much value on this, this episode. How can they, like, where will they find you? Is it your website, Facebook, Instagram? Where are you most commonly present? Yes, I'm all at out in all those places. So my, they can try my website. Do you want me to say what that is? Or do you want to just put that in the notes? You can say it. I'll put it in the show notes for you too. So anyone who's okay. listening, yeah, check out the show notes. You can find Robin. Yeah. So I was so inspired by all these natural things. I got certified in muscle testing mm -hmm. and emotion code. And I just created a business called at the living tree. So you can find me at, at the living tree.com. And I also have a webs. I have a Facebook page wellness with Robin and Julie. That's my business partner of many years. And she and I have known each other for so long. And we started our natural journey separately. 
And we just had dinner together one night. I was like, hey, guess what I'm doing? She's like, me too. It was so weird. <laughs> it was so awesome. Um, and also on Instagram, it, I'm Robin E, like underscore the oily whiz. But you can put how to spell that in the show notes. Yeah, that'll be in the show notes. And you guys have a podcast as well, right? What's we do. It's called, it's called Helping Mamas Thrive. So like you, like I really want to inspire healthy living. <clears throat> and I really want mamas to know things. I really wish I knew some of this before I had my babies. I, I really do. And I really want to inspire people to find health and see how to make their families healthier, you know, and I have a lot of regrets and I've done a lot of, of work on forgiveness because that can, you know, our emotions really can affect our health. That could be probably a whole nother episode since we're wrapping it up, <laughs> yes. but, um, I really just want people to see how they can empower themselves to like take action and, and take their health seriously. Yes. That's amazing. Thank you for all your, your nuggets and messages that I'm sure lots of people will take, take away with them and be able to put into action in their own lives. So thank you very much for being on with us. We really appreciate your time and, and all your knowledge you shared. Thank you so much. You guys are so fun. I love hanging out with you guys. Oh, Thanks, awesome. everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.